six nights. The CDC is holding back on COVID-19 data out of fear that it will be misinterpreted. They are slow releasing it instead. CDC spokeswoman Kristen Nordland is saying, quote, at the end of the day, it's not yet ready for prime time. The failure of PPP loans are beginning to come to light. During a two-week period back when the pandemic just started, the Small Business Administration gave out 1.7 million loans that totaled more than $343 billion. To put that in perspective, the SBA did 14 years' worth of lending activity in just 14 days. However, they didn't do their due diligence. In all the hysteria, the SBA didn't always verify applicants or check federal blacklists. In fact, a study by the University of Texas at Austin estimated that the SBA doled out about $68.9 billion in questionable loans. But it gets worse. An analysis by Times found that only a quarter of PPP money covered wages that would have been lost without those loans. They also found that, quote, for every $1 in wages that the PPP program prevented from being lost, it handed out $3.13 that went somewhere else. In fact, 72% of PPP money went to households with income in the top 20%. So far, the SBA has shouted out over $800 billion in the PPP program. The Pentagon has approved the deployment of 400 D.C. National Guardsmen to help with the Freedom Convoy protest. The D.C. National Guard Land Component Command is planning to stay in place until at least March 7th. Reports indicate that the Guard is also having trouble finding enough tow trucks to drag away rigs of protesters. Transportation Secretary and former South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg is being accused of operating a pay-for-play scheme. Buttigieg's campaign received over a quarter million dollars from 23 companies. Some of those are the very same companies that received nearly $33 million in city contracts. Now as Transportation Secretary, he is overseeing more than $200 billion in infrastructure spending, and people are wondering if this will present a conflict of interest for him yet again. Russia has rolled out something unbelievably creepy and morbid, mobile crematoriums. These units are able to evaporate dead bodies so that the true scale of the war can be concealed. These crematoriums were first seen in a video posted online back in 2013. Six in ten adults say they can't live without their phone for one day. In fact, over a quarter of Americans rely on it for directions, and nearly a third say they have never even used a paper map. From Hill to House. Senator Rick Scott has shared an 11-point rescue plan for America. It includes policies conservatives love, like enacting national voter ID, declaring there are only two genders, and finishing the border wall. By doing this, Senator Scott is bypassing Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, whose plan for the Republican Party is to basically lay low until after the midterms. Recently, McConnell was asked what his plan for the GOP would be if they regained power in the Senate. His response, quote, I'll let you know when we take it back. Biden has appointed Kentaji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court. She will be replacing Justice Stephen Breyer, who retired earlier this month. Jackson currently sits on the D.C. Federal Appellate Court. Senate Democrats are aiming to confirm Jackson to the high court by mid-April. If confirmed, she will be the first black woman to serve on the Supreme Court.
They said what? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is selling Abolish Ice t-shirts. Former acting director of Ice, Tom Homan, isn't pleased. During an interview on Fox News' Mornings with Maria, he unleashed on AOC. Well, she once again proves she's the least smart congressman, congresswoman in history of the United States Congress. If, if, I, if you ask AOC, what does Ice do? Can you give us five things ICE, ICE does? She won't be able to answer the question. Does she realize I saved thousands of women from thousands of women from human trafficking, thousands of children from child predators? They seized enough fentanyl this year to kill every man, woman, and child in the country twice over. Does she realize ICE has stopped technology from being smuggled out of this country to our enemies, such as missile technology that can be used against our warfighters? Pussies and Patriots. Who knew Ukrainians were such badasses? First off, Zelensky is a total baller. This guy is enemy number one. Putin has mobilized more than 60,000 troops against his country. There's also a saboteur crew hunting for Zelensky and his family. Knowing this, he still trolled Putin with a meme comparing him to Hitler. Furthermore, Zelensky knows he has a high probability of not making it out of this conflict alive. Then Friday evening, Zelensky said that night would determine the fate of Ukraine. Later, outside, standing in Kiev, the capital city, he said this may be the last time that you see him alive, ending it by saying, glory to Ukraine. Name me one American politician that if they were in the same circumstance, would stay behind and die for their country and go down in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I'm coming up empty, too. But the people of Ukraine are just as dedicated. First, there's an 80-year-old man who showed up to volunteer for the Ukrainian army to fight Russians, saying he was doing it so his grandkids could grow up in a free country. Next, you have the crew of Ukrainians defending Snake Island. When Russians flew over and told them to surrender or they would be shelled, the soldiers told them to go themselves. Can you imagine having that level of cojones. Then you have a ghost pilot flying around, shooting down Russian jets. He's taken down six so far. He's this epic hero in the country. Don't forget about the woman who walked up to a Russian soldier and said, put sunflower seeds in your pocket so they grow in Ukraine soil when you die. Another man saw Russian tanks invading and ran out to stand in their way, causing the tanks to swerve as they tried to miss him. Again, the cojones. One man even blew himself up on a bridge to slow down approaching Russian soldiers. These stories of bravery, patriotism, dedication, and love of country are endless. So, to Ukraine, you are not only incredible patriots, but you have the most impressive big energy I have ever seen. The U.S. Senate primary is getting nasty in Ohio. Josh Mandel is running for the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate. On the Democratic side, Morgan Harper is running. These two participated in a debate, and Mandel got petty. He called her, like AOC, only dumber. Then Harper gave an introduction of herself that really peeved Mandel. She noted how he had ran for the same office three times and failed. She also refused to accept that dumb label, noting that she went to Princeton and Stanford. When she finished, Mandel turned and with the accompanying hand motions says, Why are you so angry? Calm down. It's so cringy, you have to see it.
If I had a nickel for every time a man talked down to me, patronized me, called me a name, or became agitated that I, a woman, dare be assertive, I would never have to work again. How scared is he of her that he resorts to ad hominem attacks? Can he not pick apart her policy? Can he not shoot down her record or qualifications? These are the antics of a very scared and insecure little boy. No wonder your wife left you, Mandel. You are a total pussy. Excuse me for interrupting. Do you realize this is a party line? Put on your waders. We're about to dive deep into the swamp, the creatures that live in it, and their salacious shenanigans for this week's party line. We're having party line trouble. A woman running for the Texas Railroad Commission released an erotic video as a campaign ad. Words can't do it justice, so just watch it. Stronger with Stogner, please vote early starting tomorrow. Stronger with Stogner, please vote early starting tomorrow. Sarah Stonger says that she shot the video as a joke back in November. As she got within just a few points of the incumbent she's challenging, she decided to release it. She says, quote, I knew it would be controversial. I didn't realize it would incite the rage and anger that it did from the press. Major props to San Antonio Express News for rescinding their endorsement of her. The newspaper contacted her to see if she had been hacked. After learning that she did this video intentionally and released it intentionally, they recalled their endorsement. As a result, Stonger decided to play the victim card, saying, quote, It feels very much like slut-shaming. We were just goofing off. We had the footage from last year, and I said, I'm going to make my own Super Bowl commercial. It would have been easy for the newspaper to have left it alone, maybe even ride the wave of controversy and string it out in their papers for publicity. Instead, they did the right thing and said no to a hoe. President Trump's new social media platform, Truth Social, launched this week, and many are pointing out the glowing hypocrisy it represents. The homepage boasts, quote, America's big tent social media platform that encourages an open, free, and honest global conversation without discriminating against political ideology. However, the Terms of Service states that the platform can, quote, ban any person for any reason or for no reason. And they're off to prove it. They banned an account called Devin Nunes Cow. The account is mocking Truth Social CEO and former Congressman Devin Nunes. Its name comes from a Twitter account that, shock, shock, Nunes is suing for defamation. What happened? Trump was banned from Twitter and Facebook and shredded them for censorship. Now his platform is doing the same thing, but for even more petty reasons. A California student was forcibly removed from the class for not wearing a mask. As the video shows, a teacher picks up and drags a student out of the classroom while other kids watch. Apple Valley High School says they are investigating the incident. And finally, numbers you need to know. The U.S. foreign-born population now stands at 46.6 million, the highest number ever recorded in this country. This number has been bolstered by Biden's open-door immigration policies. Just last year, more than 1.6 million people came to the U.S. If you're looking for something else to listen to, check out my crime podcast, Ladies Love Crime. You can find it on YouTube and by clicking the link in the description box. 